Hey everyone, welcome to OT Lady Podcast. This is Dana. This is Sarah again. And today our topic is very exciting. It's about Pilates and mindfulness. Great. And we have our guest speaker tonight with Leah Johnson. She's the CEO of Good Form Pilates. She started her business and we're excited to hear about her Pilates and mindfulness. Hi, Leah. How are you? Hi, doing well. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. We're excited to have you. We're so excited to have you, Leah. Tell us a little bit about your background. We know you are a physical therapy assistant now, apparently. Are you in Capitola? So I live in Santa Cruz. My business is based out of Capitola. Mm -hmm. Currently, I share space with IPM, which is a chronic pain company, but I just, I lease space from them. Um, yeah, but it's, it's kind of a wonderful thing to be able to do that. That's yeah, <laughs> we've known each other quite some time. Aww. Starts back to the Loma Linda dorms. <laughs> <laughs> we have some good stories there. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Um, and I, I met you I once, know. Leah, uh, like, what, maybe three years ago, and I remember going on a hike with you, and I almost died. That's my memory. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard. It was in Carmel, and I don't know. I, I guess, you. no, it's, it's you know, moving up north, and now I live pretty close to you, Leah, and uh, the, I don't know, the altitude maybe changed. That's what I'm going to pass it off on. Or maybe that I do weightlifting and no cardio mostly, so I was out of my element. Maybe that, too. <laughs> Oh my it was, gosh. It was kind of a challenging hike. It's not a good <laughs> <hike>. <laughs> almost carried me the rest of the way. I remember that. <laughs> well, I remember the good days of hiking and going to the spa. I guess going to the spa that day was part of our plan. Yeah, that was it part was. of it. Uh-huh. Okay. That was fun. <laughs> that was really fun. So talking about going to the spa, um, we're going to talk about mindfulness. Pilates. Um, it's going to be a very fun topic for everybody, I'm sure. So I want to just briefly talk about what the mindfulness is. Mindfulness, I guess, is a quality or a state of being aware of something, being in the moment or a current present moment. I would say it's a mental state achieved by focusing on your awareness on the present moment. So in other words, just accepting your feelings your thoughts and bodily sensations that you feel, paying attention to uh, what's going on and slowing down or living in the moment and accepting all the sensations that you feel. And of course, like focus on your breathing. So that's how I define mindfulness. There are different techniques to practice mindfulness. We're going to talk about Pilates tonight, um, but there are other techniques like meditation, doing yoga, practicing emotional freedom technique. That was kind of another exciting technique that I was reading about it the other night. I guess all of those practice or exercises, um, they're mind-body exercises that are grounded in the silence, stillness of compassionate, non-judgmental, present moment awareness. There are lots of research that's going on, but um, the research shows that um, 
practicing all these techniques helping with different physical uh, and mental complications. Sarah, what what do you think about uh, mindfulness? What does meditation and mindfulness mean to you? So we have an article here about meditation and medical practice from 2010, and it kind of sums up meditation and, and how many different illnesses, the positive effect it can have, and the holistic approach to treating health and wellness. It's not really thought of in this article as a fringe or marginal concept. At this point, meditation is being a mind-body practice that's pretty well known by the general uh, public and scientific community, and they talk a little bit about that. But since we're focusing on specifically Pilates today, I grabbed a couple of Pilates articles and found some pretty interesting stuff here. So there is an article, of, uh, and, and Pilates has been shown to improve the functional capacity the muscle strength, uh, the, the psychosocial things like to reduce depression and anxiety, sleep, and um, improve fatigue levels. So some of the populations, there's a study that looked at breast cancer. Um, there was one that looked at uh, postmenopausal women. So uh, there's a lot of research out there for Pilates specifically and targeting all areas from the physical to the mental, the emotional aspects and looking at things very holistically. Pilates has a lot of positive effects on the body. That's great. So mindfulness movement technique, it really allows the person you to be in the present moment um, in order to be able to do, perform any of the exercises, you really have to be present. You have to be thinking about how your body is going to be moving into the next movement. Um, you also are working on your breathing which is, you know, one part of, I feel like, or the foundation of mindfulness or even meditation is being aware of your breath. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. That's great. Leah, how can you relate or connect Pilates to therapy? I know um, you do physical therapy as a physical therapy assistant. How can you relate Pilates to physical therapy? Is it like a specialty of PT or or OTs can do that? What do you think? Um, so, okay, there's kind of two <laughs> questions there. Let's see. First yeah, just question, the first question. Sorry, I'm just First like, question, okay. how do you relate it to therapy? Um, so... Pilates, so Joseph Pilates is the person who invented it, and it w started off as a type of rehab exercise routine or program for injured military. So he would, like, attach springs to the beds and mm. help rehab these injured military people. And and so then um, I guess how I related is it's kind of my foundation now ever since I've become certified as a Pilates instructor I always use Pilates principles nice. so I'm mm -hmm. always using breath I'm always looking at posture strength stability and flexibility how does this person move you know and then just looking at just their functional movement mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so great. 
That's great. So speaking of working on breathing, does it, is it the same breathing technique that we teach our clients, patients, like breathing through in your nose, breathe out type of a thing, like smelling roses, blowing candles, or it's a little bit, it's different. I just uh, like deep breathing, what, diaphragmic breathing, personal yeah. breathing. Yeah, that's a good question. With Pilates principles, breath becomes just diaphragmatic breathing or pure slip breathing. It's actually how can we use the breath to either facilitate a movement or inhibit a movement. Mm-hmm. So something that everybody can try when listening to this podcast is you know, if you wanted to extend your upper back, so, you know, lifting your chest toward the ceiling, you would take an inhalation and that's going to help facilitate um, extension. Mm. And yeah, so everybody, if they wanted to just take a breath in and then... Can we try right, right now? Yeah, can we try? Should we have like feet flat on the the ground yeah let's do, standing. Let's do it and then and then we can talk about um how to facilitate flexion Ooh, okay sure. ready okay so feet planted on the ground on the ground okay and then hands can be wherever you like you're just gonna let's just do one breath just anything that just feels comfortable here and then i'll walk you through the movement and the breath technique that we want to do for extension so just taking a breath in. And Leah, what is extension for people who are kind of wondering? So like, it's so extension is just gosh, how to explain that? <laughs> of the neck or the back? Maybe let's start there. Let's yeah, let's do let's say extension of the neck and the back. Because what I'm going to do is kind of walk us through basically looking towards the ceiling, but also um, mm-hmm. leaning the back towards the back of our chair and lifting our chest toward the ceiling. Okay, gotcha. And I hope that was clear. Yeah. Yeah. Looking out. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's just take a breath in and then just exhale. Should I be breathing in through my nose or my mouth or does it not matter? Good question. So breathing in through the nose. Okay. Okay. And then exhaling through the mouth. And then on this next one, we're going to take a breath in. And we're going to extend our head back, looking towards the ceiling, lifting our chest toward the ceiling. And then we will exhale, look down toward our thighs, round our upper back. So you should have felt like it was a little easier to flex forward as you exhaled all the air out. Mm-hmm. So let's do yeah. one more like that. Okay. Just so we can all fill it. Mm-hmm. So we'll straight posture here, seated upright. Let's try that again. So you're just inhaling, looking up towards okay. the ceiling, lifting that chest up toward the ceiling. And then exhale, looking down toward the thighs and curling the upper back. Should we be going like breathing in slowly, controlling our breathing? Doesn't matter. Like three, three seconds, something like that. Okay, okay. 
Three to four. Take your time. Okay. Yeah. I don't, okay. I don't know if we want to try also doing it the opposite and seeing if we feel a difference. Let's do the opposite, too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so opposite. So, you're going to exhale as you look up toward the ceiling and lift your chest toward the ceiling. It's a little bit difficult, though. I think that's yeah, the point. Okay, good. <laughs> there we go. Good. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, now, it doesn't feel inhale. normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so inhale. Look okay. down toward those thighs, which is, I feel like I'm talking through this and it's a little hard. Yeah. Right? Like and I'm when you inhale, tight. you probably feel like there's some pressure. It's hard mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. flex forward and look mm -hmm. towards those thighs. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, and then just take a take a break there. As you noticed, when we did inhale and extend, which was looking toward the ceiling, lifting our chest up toward the ceiling, it was easy to do that. It allowed, the inhalation allowed you to do that movement. And then you guys probably noticed when you exhaled and you were doing flexion, which was looking down towards your thighs and rounding your upper back, it was easier to keep flexing forward because you were letting all the air out. Yeah, so breath becomes a tool something that helps to either make a movement more challenging or make a movement more easier. Exactly. This can be done in any position, Sarah, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, Leah, um, in a seated position or laying yes, so, on back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that was just like an example of filling our breath and how it can either help us or make it more challenging and there's so many different exercises that put you in so many different positions you know facilitating breath also in different parts of your body as well yeah that's great well I was just wondering what kind of typical client populations do you have for your Pilates do you have people that have some medical issues some mental health issues just people that want to do Pilates maybe a spread of everybody just so we kind of have an idea about, we know what Pilates is now, what what kind of patients are you, or clients are you working with? Good question. Uh, I see a variety. I have some people who are in their late 60s. We're working on balance. We're working on um, managing some pain, chronic pain a little bit. Mm -hmm. So one of them has low back pain, another one had a fractured, an old fractured ankle. Um, and every time when they're done with Pilates, they're all, they always say, oh, I feel so much better. Aww. Like, so they find that after doing it, they, or while they're doing it, they're, you know, pain-free. It keeps them pain-free. Oh, that's um, great. So there's that crowd. And mm -hmm. then also we're working on balance with them. And then there's the crowd, it's more about fitness. So just activities that they want to improve on. So running, they want to get faster at running mm -hmm. um, or they want to feel they're able to do these long epic hikes 
or get better at their tennis game. So we're f- focusing on, you know, how we can improve their movement ability so that they can do better at what they enjoy doing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you see any pediatrics? Uh, like any young children? I don't. So I don't see children. I think it could be fun, but that's it. That almost becomes a specialty just like it does. And I feel like physical therapy or occupational therapy. Yeah, right? that um, makes sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's, it's different. It's more like, it's like play. Play based. Yeah. Exercise. Yeah. <laughs> so I see mainly people probably like 30s to 60s. That's, that's, that's great. great. I just don't remember a uh, uh, ex-co-worker of mine was talking about Pilates pregnancy. Oh, Have you yeah. come up with that pregnancy and then kind of getting Pilates done or do you have any information about that? Yeah, so um, Pilates can definitely be helpful for someone who is pregnant. I, I'm working towards kind of being able to learn more about that. Um, but it's, it's not my specialty per se. Mm -hmm. Do you need like additional training to be specialized in that compared to being just a certified Pilates trainer, PTA? How does that work? Personally, I feel like, I think it's always good to educate yourself Mm -hmm. and in, you know, physical therapy assisting school, you do learn about appropriate exercises for somebody who is pregnant and, Mm -hmm. um, also after pregnancy and so it's been a while since I've worked with that crowd so Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like I'd love to take some more courses um, Mm -hmm. just to learn more and you know I feel like the health and science is always changing right so it's always good to update yourself especially if you haven't done it done something like that in a while or worked on that population in a while. Yeah, of course. True. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Is uh, Pilates a, a field that occupational therapists also can work on that, or it's only PT related? Anybody can become a Pilates instructor. Mm-hmm. And I know that for at least physical therapy schools now, um, they do have sometimes little brief class about Pilates. Hmm. Which definitely, I would recommend for people to do something more than just that brief class, because that's mm-hmm. really just showing the surface. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to do an actual certification program. And I do recommend doing something that is certified by the Plotties Method Alliance. So a school that's certified. That makes that. sense yeah. to be accredited Lord. school rather than just some random online program. Just like anything else, yeah. right? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And then also, if you do go through accredited school, then you can sit for the National Pilates Certification. I see. Okay. Yeah. And so any, like anybody can do that. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yay. Interesting. So Den and I were also wondering kind of what the differences between Pilates and yoga are, you know, in terms of education, training, and maybe even philosophy. If that's, you know, too broad. We can break it up into two different questions, but kind of tackle that one for us. Because I know they're both kind of, you know, we look at studies about mindfulness and, 
and certain activities, those study in studies, both of those things are oftentimes tagged. So what are the differences in your perspective mm -hmm. as an expert in Pilates? The one big difference between Pilates and yoga is that Pilates, I feel like, looks at a person's body mechanics and really is looking at improving their deficits by um, working on strength, stability, or flexibility. They're both a mindfulness activity. The other thing, yoga tends to look or work on more, um, I would say, flexibility. Um, yeah. They both work on breath but in a different way. You know, I don't have a huge background in yoga, so it's hard for me to completely speak about all the different things. Um, I think that's a good yoga. start, though. I think it's a, yeah. just, just the basics, the philosophies of Pilates versus a little bit of yoga. That that makes sense. So great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Leah. No, that's that was amazing. What make you to start actually a Pilates business? Like, is it your hobby? I know this is a very long journey for you to talk about from the beginning but um, the I mean um, do you is it your passion so it's definitely my passion it kind of all started with I had a friend who invited me to come to a Pilates class and after I took it Pilates class um, I had better body awareness I realized how much it helped me with the sports that I enjoy doing I was like, okay, I can see how this could be really amazing to combine as a physical therapy assistant. Um, and so I signed up for Polestar Pilates certification program. And nice. from there, it grew to this huge passion and burning fire. And as a physical therapy assistant, I felt like I wasn't getting enough. So I was like, okay, I need to do something that's going to give me more of this. More challenge. That's how I decided. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. that's how I decided to rate the business. Yeah. And uh, just do you need to have any special equipment to do the Pilates or just a like a mat would be enough? The great thing is you could just have a mat. Mm -hmm. um, there's mat Pilates. Also, if you want to, you know, take classes that uses equipment. So there's different types of equipment that you can use, which can either make an exercise more challenging or also can assist someone in an exercise. I was just going to say, uh, so yeah, I just love equipment classes. That's just me. But you can just have a mat and still do Pilates. <laughs> sure. I was just um, going to tell Sarah and our listeners that, well, I experienced going to a Pilates class with you about like two years ago, right? Or maybe like about okay. a year ago. That was just a good experience. I had a, like laying down or uh, like. I don't know, like sleeping on a board or a table. I, I don't know how to really like it. Was, yeah. What? <laughs> That's a good description. I like it. Okay. Um, Describe this it better. Was, uh, it was a reformer. A reformer? Is uh, that the technical yeah. term? No, and then I used the, the springs and um, the ropes to just, you know, do different yeah, exercises. So... And that was fun. That was quite challenging for me. Yeah, so... good, good. I'm glad you enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know about the right uh, terminology. No, that was that was really right. funny. It sounds like there's levels too of Pilates. Like, what is a reform yes. board? That that seems pretty high level. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's called 
reformer and not a reform board. Oh, okay. But I do like reform board. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I think a lot of people tend to be actually quite fearful of taking an equipment-based Pilates class mm-hmm. because the names of some of the equipment are um, not always so appealing like reformer <laughs> i don't know i think it sounds fun <laughs> i wonder what happened in your class <laughs> <laughs> um no it was gr- i mean it was wonderful uh it was just like denna and another friend and i said you guys need to come take a class we should just all take a pilates reformer class and, and we did and On a Sunday they had morning. never experienced oh. <laughs> you know an equipment class uh-huh. and it was it was fun it was so much fun that's cool um yeah. and it's yeah. And I mean, yeah, this is taking cool. us off topic, but I know there's different kinds of mats too. Like some are more thin, some are thicker. Like what is a Pilates mat? What What is it supposed to be? Does it matter? Is there a certain thickness? Because I've, I've been to, I've looked for a mat before and there's yoga mats, there's Pilates mats. They do have different kind of thicknesses. So I would say you can use any mat you like. Uh, mm-hmm. There are some inverted ho or I should say exercises for Pilates so if you're somebody who has some really bony areas or is really sensitive to hard surfaces then you'd probably want to pick a mat that is there's you know more to the mats it's not a very thin mat so the tendency is in Pilates the mats are a, a little thicker than a yoga mat but you can mm-hmm. use either one okay Oh, that's good. Good to know that. And what about the room temperature? Is it like we can have, we can do Pilates in a very hot room? Or no, the the room temperature doesn't matter really? I would say, you know, normal room temperature for exercise. Okay. And then, you know, there are, of course, the hot Pilates class. Oh. So there is that. Okay. I don't teach that. But there is that. Okay. I feel like there's hot anything. There is. It's like the hot yoga you took me to, Den. I almost died in that <laughs> room. Did I kill you? I almost Uh-oh. always die with Denna, apparently. <laughs> apparently, I just want to care- kill Sarah. It was fun, though. I, I don't know. I it's just never... a different dynamic to yoga, right? Just the idea of being, yes. like, sweating. It's fun. Just different things. So I like I'm it. glad that you, since then, like, you still stay friend with me because <laughs> class really like sweat so much yeah, it was good I always go for a challenge I always say yes I might not say yes twice but I'll say yes once <laughs> so Sarah do you have any more questions for Leah yeah I have one I just want to know a little bit more about if you have any good resources for Pilates mindfulness books to read apps or anything that you offer in terms of material classes So currently I don't offer like a training class or anything like that, but um, I am offering virtual classes. Oh, that's great. And virtual individual sessions. And then if you live in Santa Cruz area, you can always come to a class. I have equipment-based classes, one mat class. Yeah. And then for people that want to add an app to their phone there's plotties anytime which has teachers from around the world that come to a studio in santa barbara and they get filmed live and uh, and you could take a class so that's a nice way to try plotties 
Um, I do recommend trying to, if you're a beginner, definitely try to look for the beginner ones. Mm-hmm. Let's see, for mindfulness stuff, I really like Spring Washam and Jack Cornfield. They're really great people for just learning mindful techniques. I know Jack Cornfield has a bunch of books and okay. apps that you can put on your phone are Calm, Headspace, Insight mm-hmm. Timer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are good ones. I know Headspace, at least as of right now in April, maybe in May too, if you put your NPI number in, it's free for a year. Oh, which one? Headspace. Headspace. So if you haven't subscribed mm-hmm. to that yet, I did just recently, and it's great. Uh, with with that, because it's a special offer right now at this time of year, uh, they're giving mm-hmm. uh, access to most things. So, I mean, some things are still locked under the free account, but you at least have two things you can click in each of the areas, like sleep and stress and all that. So that's pretty neat. Awesome. And that is kind of a more expensive app, but it's so far from what I've unlocked, it's pretty neat. I like that's it. That's really good to know that. You're talking about Headspace? Headspace, yeah. Yeah, okay. I've only done the seven days for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have I've an MPI used- number, do it today. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I've used Calm and I paid for it, and uh-huh. I really enjoyed that a lot. That one's good too. That's great. Thanks for recommendations, Sarah and Leah. Those are very good. By the way, tell us about your business, yeah. the website that you have. It's you know you have a website. Yeah, so you can reach me at goodformpilates.com. And so that's my website. And then for my email address, it's goodformpilates at gmail.com. Awesome. Great. That's great. That's good. I love so your we- website. I already am looking at it right now. Oh, yay. I haven't added the virtual classes yet. So if people are listening and that's something they would like to do, contact me and we can get you set up. And it looks like you have a contact um, at the very bottom of your website, too. People can scroll down and enter that message there. Yeah, that's awesome. great. Awesome, Leah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. This is great. Okay. Welcome. Yeah, so our quote of the day is from Sonia Ricotti. She says, surrender to what is. Let go of what was. Have faith in what will be. That was the quote for tonight. Thanks, Leah. Thanks, Sarah, for having this conversation. I guess it's great to use mindfulness and Pilates on a daily basis. Sarah, Leah, you guys have any questions? I just want to say thank you guys for having me on this podcast. I'm really grateful to be here and it's been fun. Yeah, if you listeners like our podcast, like and um, leave us comments and you can connect with us via our Gmail, otladiespodcast at gmail.com. And thank you again, Leah. Contact with Leah in Northern California and Hopefully, we can actually attend one of our uh, Leah's virtual classes, maybe, or even in present. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay. Thank you again, Leah. Thanks, Dennis. Okay. Thanks, ladies. Bye, Have everyone. Bye. Bye.